All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Exposure Runs the Podcast. I'm your host, Mustafa. Today we have a follow-up guest to our last episode with Coach Steve Parham. I'm head coach of Julian High School, Prep Prep Hoops, a contributing writer, scout evaluator. We have another one of his colleagues from Prep Hoops who happens to be a senior in college, correct? Yep, senior in college. Okay, we have Mr. Teddy Bahu, who is also a contributing writer for Prep Hoops. Uh, he went to DePaul Prep High School, mm-hmm. senior at Beloit University, which is in Wisconsin. Yep, southern Wisconsin, just about... I'd say maybe 15, 20 minutes up the road to Rockford, maybe an hour and a half from Chicago. So pretty easy commute. Okay. Um, he is also the creator of Underdog. Is that correct? Yep. Underdog Sports. It was Teddy Bahu Productions, obviously, but um, then sh- sh- shifted it over to Underdog for, it's been like that for about three years now. Okay. So. And you also are a freelance photographer and videographer. Uh, so you pretty much, your company, you mm-hmm. are the primary guy guy yeah i mean i've been that's what i really started with just freelance stuff and then obviously i wanted to do more like when i called it tell you about productions it was just kind of just about me and i didn't really want it to be that way anymore okay i kind of wanted to change it under underdog sports where i can just do more and that's when especially going off to college i was able to do rankings and you know news stories and things like that okay and we're going to jump right into that Mm -hmm. but um and then you're also here's the interesting thing of why, why why i feel like your story is interesting is you are a very high level elite soccer player yeah, I mean, Division Three isn't super, super elite. You're in college. You're I am playing in college. soccer. I am in college. Okay. I, I guess so. And do I, not do not undersell your athletic yeah. ability, sir. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. And, for and sure. soccer is a very now. Nah, I'm I, I don't have no comparison other than fucking gym class when I was in school. But soccer is a very. Um, I mean, you you got to have some lungs. You running up and down the pitch. Yeah. They call it the pitch, correct? Yeah, the pitch. That's hey. what they say overseas. Yeah, <laughs> see, I know a little bit about soccer. Yeah. What is your position in soccer? I'm a goalkeeper, actually. So really, yeah, it takes. It's a lot of anxiety that comes to it, but a lot of hard work, a lot of a uh, lot of quickness that you need, a lot of looseness, mobility. Um, quick hands, quick feet. You know, you need to be ready for anything really as a goalkeeper. Is there an opportunity for you specifically, or just soccer players? In the Division Three level, obviously higher, I would imagine so, but to play internationally or play for any of the uh, MLS teams? Not, I don't know about like MLS or any of those levels, but there are like certain like mid to low level clubs, like certain levels that are below the MLS, which mm-hmm. is the top division in soccer. Um, I know there's MLS and then there's like a couple divisions below that. And then I think even a few more below that. Um there's like UPSL, which has, you know, some local clubs and they all compete like regionally and then mm-hmm. they go to like national levels. But, you know, those are more of like, you know, semi-pro. Got you. Um, when it comes to me playing after college, I don't know, really. I haven't really made that decision. Uh, I'm really invested in not just soccer, but like, you know, all these other sports. And I just want to see what happens with my life. Okay. So. I, and you, I mean, that's that's fair. Like you're a young man in college and you're at that age where trying to find yourself if you will yeah, you're yeah. like at that age so like yeah. take I'm, I'm telling you from experience mm-hmm. like take your time yeah. like there's no rush to become a an adult if you will <laughs> so um when did you create your uh, company underdog and what exactly do you do with it well when i first created it, it was actually for initially i was just filming high school basketball teams well our high school sports teams in general okay. and i think i started when depaul prep 
went down state for the first time, which I believe was 2019. Okay. So it was that playoff one when I first started it, but I didn't start it to basically like start this own company. I intended to start it for a project. I was an IB student and they do something called cast, which is like going out and like doing your own project. And that was the thing that I wanted to do. Okay. And then I think after a little bit of time, I just realized that I can turn this into more than just a project. Okay. And I did a lot. I did a lot for our high school baseball team at the time, did a little bit of soccer. And then like that summer of 2019 is when I started doing more like outside of my school. I got to know other kids from other schools, other coaches, other parents. And I had so much fun. I mean, who was the like the first kid, parent, coach, or whatever that like came was like, yo, Teddy, like, I like your work. Can you start shooting my shit for me? It was actually, he ended up playing at Wisconsin for a couple of years. Um, It was uh, Carter Higginbottom from St. Ignatius. His brother Parker played. And um, I was just filming one of the games and made a little tape, and he loved it. Carter loved it. And um, he invited me out the following week. Um, to come out and gave me a good amount of money. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Okay. And then, uh, it was at that tournament. I also got to see a couple other teams. I saw Whitney Young for the first time. Okay. I saw Stevenson when they were really good. Okay. Like two or three years ago. And as well, I also saw a couple other really high level teams. Okay. In addition to that. So, and then I did Riverside Brookfield. I got to see a lot of other players play there, of course. And then it just kind of took off from there. Yeah, it kind of took off. Senior year, obviously, I got a lot of opportunities to film things, not just in basketball, but even in football. And then COVID happened. Right. And so, it kind of shut everything down a little bit. Yeah, it kind of shut everything down. So, what goes into your price point when someone comes to you and says, Hey, you know, Teddy, can you, you know, can you film me? Can you do something for yeah. me? Yeah, it really varies. A lot of it has to do with like distance I have to travel and like how much time and what exactly do you want. There's never like a set in stone price. Okay, I would say fair enough. But um, I'd say that sometimes I used to be cheap in the beginning, but obviously now, like once I, mean, I got work, bigger and once yeah. I hit like the thousands of followers, like it definitely like I bumped up the prices. But I also do film people that I just want to film, and sometimes right. it's for fun, and it just sometimes helps me grow my brand and try and get other opportunities. Right, right, right. So. Um, that's what I really did. And then by the time I'd say COVID rolled around, I, I wasn't like posting everything anymore. I okay. was just, you know, I was posting some of the things on my channel that I wanted to post. And then if people reached out to me, I'd collect my own highlights and then get those out there. And then, yeah, I mean, that's. What, what, what software do you use when you are editing um, a lot of your videos? I use, when I first started, I used something called Wondershare. And then I'd say the fall of 2019 i shipped over to adobe premiere which is a lot more better far more efficient so uh, so i'm I'm familiar i'm not i'm I'm not familiar with the first one you mentioned i am familiar with adobe um and i will say this from me like just kind of novicely shooting xavier games i've used a a variety nothing elite nothing like we use here yeah nothing that i'm sure you're using as far as cameras go you know i was using gopros i was using just handheld you know sony cameras or whatever I find that it is a very tedious process to film and then edit that film. Like when I was doing Xavier shit. Oh yeah, for it, sure. It, it was it like, took a lot of work. Yeah. Like sometimes I would take a whole day on something and I, it was really tiring. And I, I said to myself, you know, is it worth just spending a whole day on like something that I might not even get paid a whole lot to do? Like, right. Right. And, like that's kind of why I started like looking at these other things I can do with my sports knowledge, which is why, you know, I worked with Illinois hoop scene for a little bit okay. that summer. Um, 
And that's kind of like allowed me to get into the writing aspect. And then I kind of had a falling out with hoop scene. And okay. then uh, I knew Scott Burgess already and Steve, and they both liked me. And they told me about prep soccer. Okay. So I applied for prep soccer. They So you uh, had to like apply like a job. Yeah. Actually, oh, okay. prep soccer was what I started with prep soccer before prep right. hoops. Right. But um, after a couple months writing on prep soccer, I did a lot in Wisconsin and Illinois, mainly the high school scene, just because I was also in school and it was a little bit harder to get like the club information. Mm-hmm. And it was easier, like, you. they live stream so many games. The soccer? Yeah, for high school soccer, at least. Club soccer, it's a little different. You got to pay more. Um, so I did a lot of high school stuff, and they really liked the work I did. And mm-hmm. they invited me onto the prep hoop circuit. Okay. Because um, they knew I did a bunch of basketball stuff, too. So That's what I was going to ask you. Like, when did you start doing other sports? Um, so so you, you kind of started just, as far as video and production and, 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 and highlights, you started with soccer. Uh, oh, did I started you start with basketball, with basketball. But when it came to writing, when it came to writing for like a big company, mm-hmm. it was like prep soccer. It was, it was with soccer. Okay. But when it came to like just other sports in general, it was basketball. Okay. The filming and the photography and things like that. When you started doing the writing, the, the evaluations, like, you know, what type of, um, like what, what went into it? Like, I mean, have you ever done anything like that before? Like, how did you segue into that? If well, I mean, you had to like look at how other people did it. I'd followed Scott Burgess for a long time, actually. Okay. Like even before I had my own thing, I was just a big like sports fan, a big basketball fan. I loved watching, you know, DePaul Prep when mm-hmm. Perry Cowan was there and Raheem mm-hmm. and Lance and all those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, that first like really good group that Kleinschmidt had, mm-hmm. you know, I followed a lot um, on Twitter and I got to know like some of the other big high school names and Scott Burgess made these really good write ups. Mm-hmm. And that's where I kind of learned it from. And I kind of took some of the strategies that he was using okay. and I kind of made it you know, made something similar off of that. Okay. So, okay. And then not just Scott too, like um, Grant Matheny, who's from Wisconsin. He also yeah, had been running for a few years. I think you might've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. I've um, seen him on Twitter. Cause when I first did a prep event, it was just me and Grant and I got to see, you know, he published a few articles before me and I just wanted to make sure like, you know, I can write something similar along those lines. Cause he was, he, he is pretty good at it. So, so, so let me ask you this. When you are doing your evaluations for prep, Hoops soccer and prep hoops basketball. Are you using the same mental guidelines of the evaluating and scouting process? Um, and yes. how? And if not, how do they differ? Well, I think with prep hoops and prep soccer, I've, well, they're two different sports. Right. So yeah. Starting there. Right. Um, I would say prep hoops is more of like you know you can. There's less people you have to watch at a time. I mean, it's five on five for prep hoops compared to eleven on eleven. And sometimes, you know, you can miss something easily with prep soccer. Okay. You know, there's a lot less scoring in prep soccer. There's a lot less like big plays. A lot of it is just like conditioning and running up and down the field. You know, you don't really get to see, you know, you know, most players are fit. So, Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, other than that. So, but with prep, with basketball, it's like you, you see a lot more. Okay. And you see like the write-ups are a lot easier for prep hoops because, you can easily see what a player can do like every time, every minute, every second, you know, you might not get that very often with prep soccer. So, so again, when, when like when you are, uh, so I, right, so just kind of like uh, trying to put your shoes on you and Steve and, and Scott and all, all mm-hmm. the other uh, scouts and evaluators for prep. And shout out to all you guys, because num- num- number one, you know, from the young guys all the way up to the older guys who might have families and, you know, yeah. it takes a lot to, you know, you're traveling, like, you know, yeah, respect yeah. to you guys for that. 
when you are scouting and evaluating basketball players, right, using certain lenses of, of yourselves, yeah. um, like you're scouting a, a rebounder, a slasher, a dunker, mm-hmm. like what type, yeah. when you're scouting a soccer player, what type of terminology or what type of things are y'all, are you looking at, uh, like how fast they run, like how hard they kick, like what type yeah. of things are you looking for in that? Yeah, we're, we're, we look at a lot of different things when it comes to soccer, and a lot of it has to do with the position. Like sometimes, you know what I like to see. I like to see players that are really physical and can really like okay. really frustrate you okay. if they're in your area. Okay, you know, especially with a goalkeeper. Like, can that goalkeeper like feel confident commanding his box, like oh, okay. collecting a ball? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, are they athletic? Can they do they have nice agility? Are they good with their feet? Can they use both feet? A lot of times, that's a little difficult with some players. Compared okay. to others, like some players, I, I'm sure basketball players, especially the really good ones, you know, they can finish with both hands, right? They can finish with both hands, and you really, really need that. Like, okay. I really want to see, especially me, if I see a player can be efficient with both feet, I think that goes a long way. Um, And, of course, like, you know, the decision-making and the playmaking when it comes to that, like, you know. So, so, is, so the basic IQ. Yeah, the okay. IQ. Like, just because someone's open doesn't mean that's the best option always. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, it, you can even say that with basketball. Okay. Like. Is that the best option? Is that what you're trying to do? Like, is that? Do you feel like that will lead to success on the offensive end? So, 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 I'm, okay, okay, that's that's very interesting. So, explain. You said just because somebody's open doesn't mean that that, that was the best option. Can yeah, you explain that a little bit. I mean, someone's open, but like, are they going to be able to make something out of ah, getting the ball? Okay, yeah. okay, now, now, yeah. okay. Like, okay. if they're open, but then three or four guys are just going to swarm them. Okay, like it's not. Okay. you put them in an uncomfortable situation. Ah, okay. If okay. you could get a guy, find a guy that's open and can get the ball up the field, or you know, in basketball up the court, then that's that's the better route. It's okay. like football. Like, are you going to throw it to a guy that's open that's five yards away, or are you going to throw it to a guy that's open that's twenty or thirty yards away? Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, now we we cooking with grease here now, Teddy. All right. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I yeah. see where you're going with that. All right. Um, how many people on the prep hoop staff who write, evaluate, or scout have actually played the sport that they're scouting that you know of? Uh, Steve, I'm sure played. And Reggie. he wasn't that good. I'm just I wasn't kidding. that good either. I'm Don't worry. I played kidding. seventh grade B team. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they all—they always say—they always say, they always say that's some of the best coaches and some of the best, I guess, evaluators. I had a—I had a debate on Facebook yeah. the other day with, with one of my guys from back in Philly. His name is Boo, um, who and a lot of people, a lot of people feel that I shouldn't say a lot of people feel that, but the argument can be made, the debate can be made that just because you didn't play at a high level doesn't mean that you can't. Yeah, scout absolutely. or evaluate from a high level. Yeah. Okay. Do you agree with that? I absolutely agree with that. You know, Steve, I've obviously mentioned Ty Slaughter. I didn't know that Ty Slaughter didn't play basketball. I, I didn't either. I didn't either. But another guy who I thought of um, was Jerry Krause. He was a baseball guy. Uh, the, the Bulls guy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he built all the Bulls teams and he had like no experience in basketball. He had experience building a team, I guess, because he worked with the White Sox, I believe. Right, right. But so he was they, a baseball mind, and then I guess him and Reinsdorf were butt buddies, and he yeah, just brought yeah, him butt buddies for sure. Uh, <laughs> he just brought him. Uh, so, so, but but one can say that while Reinsdorf didn't have the mm-hmm. basketball experience, yeah, he had the building a team. He knew what kind of went into building a team. Yeah, I mean. That's that's the same with I guess every owner at every professional level. Oh, if that's you kind of think about it, I mean, I don't Virginia know. No McCaskey, owner, yeah. did she play football? <laughs> think about it, the yeah. McCaskies, like yeah. they're they're not necessarily, and they even said that. Like George McCaskey even says that 
and you know, I'm a big Bears fan, so I see like his pod or his podcast, his interview is okay. Like, every article they always say like, oh yeah, you know, they attack him because they're not football people. Um, and no, then no, like the Ricketts, like, did they ever play baseball? I, I don't know exactly. I, I'm not sure neither. Not. I'm not yeah, a baseball I, guy. I don't so. know. I don't know. But like, even with soccer, like, like all these owners, like, especially for the best teams overseas, they're like rich Saudi people from like the oil industry. And then they just, I mean, they they buy these teams. Like they they offer money to throw around. I don't know if you heard of a Kylian Mbappe. No. Big time soccer player. One of the best players in the world. He was offered. I saw. Oh, so yes. 700 and like $50 million. I saw that. I saw saw, saw that. For one year. I saw that. That's like more than any professional sports salary, like team salary that they're allowed. Team. Yeah. Team salary. Yeah. Like there's more than. He turned it down though. Yeah, he turned it down. For one year, I, I might have actually. I, I don't know. I mean, not not might have. I would have took that shit. Yeah, you would have took it. You yeah, would have taken yeah, it. Yeah, I would have took that would shit. Would you have taken it? <laughs> Se- you you 750 million? You taken oh, yeah, it. it's, 750 it's, million. Other, other, than, other than, with all due respect to the community, other mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. doing something like that, there's not a lot of things I wouldn't do for 750 million. Yeah. Now, again, with all due respect to the community, mm-hmm. you know, without, you know, alphabet lettering, uh, lettering there's not a lot of things that I, other than that, there's not a lot of things that I would, for 750 yeah. million, yeah. you can probably get mad. Like I, uh, mom, uh, I don't, uh, there's, yeah. a lot, yeah, there's a lot of things I would do for 750 million. Well, these million. Saudi people, like they're so damn rich. Like yeah, they oil. can buy, yeah, the, the oil, obviously. Yeah, but definitely. like, that's why like, there's at least like five or six, like several high end European soccer players that one guy took like uh cream Benzema. I forgot. It was like 300 million. I, I don't know exactly. I'd have to look it up, but mm-hmm. it was definitely six figures when it came to the millions. Mm-hmm. Um, That's crazy. Or was it nine figures? Nine figures. Nine yeah. fig- he, he he took a nine figure contract for like per year for Saudi Arabia, and I think it's like a two or three year deal. That's, I'm not 100 percent sure. That's crazy. That, like it's it's crazy. Like you will never find that in a million years. That's crazy. So just kind of pivoting a little bit when you guys are scouting, evaluating, and then you know kind of you know going into y'all you know y'all proverbial bunkers to kind of come up to come up with and then eventually come out with your um, rankings. My question, because um, Steve kind of mentioned that a lot of times. Um, well, actually, no, Steve, I asked Steve, rather, is like, yeah. how can the rankings be what they are when you guys don't always get a chance to see everybody? Like, so how can, yeah, I how think can that's a really, accurate? that's a really good question. Like for me, obviously being a college student, I don't always get an opportunity to see everybody. Facts. I, I don't. Like, okay. I, I'm busy. I'm a student, especially like during the, luckily my, my soccer season is during the fall, like the quietest time for basketball. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I would say definitely, I mean, Scott's from Southern Illinois. I'm from like near Rockford and Steve's from Chicago. So like we're all from different, you know, and also Reggie too. Like, Oh yeah. Shout out to coach Reggie. Yeah. Reggie, Reggie start. When did Reggie start? It was just recently, just recently. Yeah. yeah. A few months ago. Yeah. Great guy. He took the job at uh, Peyton. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so he, Payton, he was, yeah. He's definitely more of like a basketball and he's, he has more well, I don't know if he started, me. but my first experience of knowing who coach Reggie is actually, I just talked to him the other day for yeah. almost an hour. That was the longest conversation I ever had with Reggie. Yeah. Um, is I remember he was at Hyde park. Um, when Xavier was in ninth grade, because that's where Ray Sean ended up going in his ninth grade year before he transferred out. So shout out to Coach Reggie, and then he was with Mean Streets and all of that. Yeah, so yeah, he's still with Mean Streets, I think, right? Yeah, I believe he is. Believe he, he had is. stopped and yeah. then went back or something like that. Yeah. Do you know where he played? Like, I'm sure he played it. Like, at he least did. in high school. No, no, no. He uh, well, I don't know where he went to high school, but he did tell me that he played basketball um, in PA. He told me. Mm. Um, 
Fuck, he just told, I, I swear to God, yeah. I just talked to him on Saturday or Sunday. And he told me, and I, and I, and it's skipping my mind, but he played basketball. I, I want to say Kutztown. I want to say Kutztown, but it, he played in PA or, or Widener yeah. or he played in the same, or I think in the same conference that my wife went to college at, which is Westchester. So, mm-hmm. but I forget the school nonetheless. Yeah. Was it like D3, D2? D2. I think D2? he played D2. Okay. I think he played D2. Um, if, if, if I'm not mistaken, it is D2. Um, so Steve also talked about the player projections and, and when y'all are ranking players, uh, where y'all think they'll end up as players, um, doesn't that kind of set y'all up for failure instead of ranking them in the moment? Um, I agree and I disagree with that. Okay. Um, there's some players like we haven't released our 2026 rankings, I believe, but there's a guy that I think right now personally is a top five, maybe even the top three player in the state. But the problem is, especially Scott and Steve, they think that he's kind of peaked. I'm not going to say who that player okay, is, no, no, but no. they have him like at the latter half of the top 20. So, so, um, so when y'all have those type of, I'm, so when y'all have those type of, you think he's here, yeah. Steve thinks he's here, yeah. Scott and Reggie think he's there and there. How do y'all come up with that final number? So you think he's top three? They think he's bottom 20. Reggie, I think, how do y'all come I, up? I can with that agree number? with like you know maybe he has kind of peaked. Like you you have seen that with players like uh you know, I'm not going to name guys on the yeah. podcast, but yeah, like yeah. guys that like I I thought like oh man like freshman year sophomore year like they're probably going to go D1 and then like they really just stop like that's their peak at the mm. high school level okay and then going D2 D3 or whatever. Um, I think this kid is definitely could go D1 for sure. Like so, mid major, low major. I'm not going to say who it is on okay. the podcast. I yeah, can tell no you way. after the show. But, okay. Um, Fair enough. You know, I I think he's really really good personally. Like without a doubt, right now he is a top five if not top three player in his class and right then the now. other the other scouters steve reggie yeah, and, and yeah. um scott they think he's in the bottom half of not the top not 25 not the yeah towards the bottom i would say probably you know i kind of agree that it does seem like he might have peaked okay but so i would say probably i would probably put it in the middle okay because like we kind of exchanged our rankings like like i thought i actually put this kid like probably the latter half of the top like maybe 12 or 13 on my list not super high, but I also know that, you know, is his potential there, do, like, based on potential? Because I do think that there are, you know, 10, 15 guys, at least in that class, that might have more potential than him long-term, like, when it comes to college or beyond that. So, but, um, but yeah, I mean, we, we, we debate a lot of things. You know, we, we obviously don't agree with all the rankings, and then, right. like, you know, we'll agree to move things up and around, like, obviously being from Rockford, there might be guys that are ranked too low. So like Scott will ask me, he'll be like, Hey, you know, anyone from Rockford that you feel like might be able to crack the top 100. Mm-hmm. And I give him a couple of names and he, and guys who I definitely think would be able to get there. They end up on there. They end up on there. Yeah. So um, when you have players like, all right, so just, just for, just for, um, not so much clarity, but just for kind of like generalization purposes, you know, when I think about the rankings, um, that you guys do, and 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 let me be crystal clear about something. Just because myself or or a parent or a player yeah, yeah, has yeah. has their own. First of all, every player I, you can have a player number one, and they all think they should be hired at number one. It's like yeah, yeah. every player is never going to be satisfied with their ranking. They oh think yeah, you no. know what I'm saying so I don't like, think I was even ranked. Right. So like, and, like and, and I think Steve said the same thing. I was and, pissed I didn't make the all state team my senior year. Oh wow. Yeah, no, I thought I could make I made all conference, but I didn't make like all region all state and I thought I should have, but you know, so, it is right. what it is. So, we yeah, weren't so, we weren't on a good team, which is part of it. So Does that go into the basketball rankings? 
Uh, not not really. This okay. is just a personal experience. Got you, got you. Um, you know, we we just look at potential, really. Got you. When it comes to rankings like that. So with that being said, like, so when I again just kind of using these two players from a generalization, um, you know, I think about R.J. McKinney. I think about obviously my own son Xavier. Yeah. You know. Um, history for ages have shown that those type of players have far more longevity for their careers than the ones that y'all may think are better. Like, how do you respond to that? That's a good question. I, I can't give like an immediate, I might have to sit on that for a little bit. Okay. I'm going to be brutally honest with you. Fair enough. Um, look, we always get people wrong, players wrong. It's going to happen. Right. You know, when it's said and done, like someone that's ranked in the top 20 might have the best career. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if rankings existed when Max Struess was around, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm sure he would Somebody not have been ranked. Yeah. I'm sure Max Struess would not have been ranked as high as he was. Right. Right. Um, and he went to Lewis. He went to Lewis. Yeah. 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 And then he went to. Uh, and I heard he was a high flyer at Lewis yeah, at like, that. I'm sure the same thing like, you know, Duncan Robinson, who started Division three. And then went oh, true. to true, true, true. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. there's there's even another guy that went D two on the Heat, um, Haywood Highsmith. I don't know where he's from. I just know he went D two. So like it's, I mean, where we have you ranked, it doesn't mean like hey, long term that's going to be where you're at. Like keep working, like for fair, real. Fair like, enough. I always like I would always be motivated by that. Fair enough. Like, you know, that I feel as like that's that some 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 as a motivating tool. Absolutely, okay. for not just for basketball, for soccer, for football, baseball, like. But the truth is, like, there's always going to be someone that's better than you at your sport. I mean, yeah. There's always going to be someone that's better than you. In life. Yeah. In life. life. Yeah. Yeah. I agree 100%. Yeah. In life. Um, As for basketball, when, when, when Teddy is evaluating basketball, what specifically are you looking for? Well, it's good. There's a lot of different things. Can you make, I'd say the big thing is, can you make not only the guys around you, but can you, impact the game in a positive manner for your team. Okay. I think that, and you can do that in different ways, whether it's scoring, mm-hmm. getting the guys involved, mm-hmm. being a big time defender, grabbing mm-hmm. those big boards. Um, That's the biggest thing that I would see that I would take a look at is okay. how can they affect the game? Okay. And it's not just scoring or things like that. Fair it's enough. Just, Fair enough. Have you ever gone into a situation where you're going to rank a player and say, Scott, Steve or Reggie have them ranked pretty high and you go to see them and you like, man, this motherfucker is well, trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we tend to not only watch people once. Okay. So, um, like there was, there have been times where like I've seen, I know there was a player like really did not. Oh, I know who it is. I'm not going to say who it was. Okay. But, okay. Um, one of our players, I think he's in the top 20 in 2025, but like when I saw him a year prior, he was like, he did nothing. <laughs> but then I saw him this summer and I'm like, wow. You're right. Like, really, this kid can play. Okay. So, okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't like watching a player only once. I like to see players multiple times, okay, on multiple occasions. So, and then uh, would you say in like at multiple venues in multiple different yeah, scenarios, yeah, yeah, yeah. different on scenarios, yeah, different yeah. levels of teams, okay. whether it's high school, AAU, okay. Like, I think you know, I also got to see when it comes to that, like what kind of 
system best fits for you and i think that's a really good opportunity for college coaches like are they better passers are they like the go-to scorer in this team but like on this team are they uh okay more of like a playmaker gotcha. or a defender like what what kind of role what, do you have on okay. the team that okay. you're on because high school and aau like they're very very different i had a very different role on my club team compared to my high school team so, okay um and i think that i think that's safe to yeah. say and a lot of kids in these scenarios yeah. um one way or the other, whether you, um, whether you, you know, kind of evaluate them like, mm, yeah, I don't really see it, and it ended up being better, and yeah. or you kind of like, wow, but they ended up not being that great. Have you ever been wrong on a player? Absolutely, I'm sure I have, without a doubt. Um, can you think of anybody? I'm sure I can, not off the top of my okay. head, but I know that there are definitely some players that are either maybe not finding their footing in the college level okay, or are really excelling at whatever level that they're at, that maybe they can jump up a level. How much do you think players are highly unprepared for that next level? Oh, well, I thought I was underprepared when I went to college. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it takes time. It's, it's a much faster game. The players are bigger. They're quicker. They're stronger. They do pretty much everything better than when you did at high school. And what about the coaches? Like, how how much do the coaches impact the um, the experience, good and bad? Um, well, I've had good coaches and bad coaches throughout my life. Okay. Um, we had I could say right now I'm technically in our fourth coach in four years at Beloit, which is crazy as oh, it wow. sounds. Our fourth head coach. Wow. Even though he, our other coach was an assistant and. Three of them I liked, one of them I didn't. Okay. But the one that I, we didn't like, you know, he was an asshole. No one liked him. Right, right, right. Um, and it definitely does. It, it has an impact on team morale and how you prepare yourself. Mm-hmm. And it really does because, like, if the players won't take you seriously if you're not, if you don't respect us, why would we respect you? Okay. And that's kind of what happened my sophomore year coach. And then three days before training camp, he left. Mm-hmm. And then we were stuck with the guy, great guy, you know, that didn't really have any head coaching experience. And then he brought in our assistant and really turned things around. And he's now the head coach of our team. And and doing well, I would imagine. Doing well. We like him a lot. Okay. We're really, really excited for um for training camp in okay. a week and a half. So Okay. Um, how much do you think COVID hurt the recruitment of basketball players? It definitely hurt. I'd say it probably affected the twenty twenty one, twenty two, twenty two classes right. the most. Right. Especially, like, I know that I was recruited because I went to a showcase, that event. I went to, the coach that recruited me saw me at an event, I believe in July or August of 2019. Mm-hmm. If I was a year younger in school and I tried doing that, it would have been canceled because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So I can say that it affected a lot of people. It affected a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks. I mean, COVID sucked. I, I wish they could have, like, reopened things faster, especially in Illinois. Um, I wasn't a fan of how late Pritzker was reopening things, <laughs> right? Right. Compared to all the other states around us, but yeah. Because in well, yeah. I, I won't say Indiana was first, but Indiana, like everybody was going to Indiana yeah. to play uh, yeah. all, all of the sports. Damn near, because they opened up. Yeah, fast. I remember going to like Hammond. I think like the fall, of same. the winter. Like same. I went there every Friday, same. and I did filming there. Same. And I think well, I like even filming, even like Steve went, Scotty B went. Like that was what people were doing. Yeah. Because Illinois, everything was shut down, but then you can just literally 
five minutes across the board in Indiana. There's a nice sportsplex. You can. Yes, I forget. Yeah. The, I forget the guy's name who was running the league over there. Shout out to him. Rock and ball. Was it rock and ball? I think so. Yep, I yep, think yep, it yep. was. It was. We talked a couple coached, times. But. I coached the Marist team, which was Xavier's sophomore year. Like I coached that. Yeah, team a lot there. of it was like high school based teams. Yeah, I know that. And then some of it was just like you know, Mean Streets guys getting together, fire mm-hmm. like independents, like mm-hmm. T.Y. Johnson and Nick Martinelli were on the same team. For, mm-hmm. And then they added a few other guys, but it, it was all it was all spread out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, for those that don't know, like again, when you guys are doing your 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 rankings, um, and y'all haven't been able to get out to see everybody, like how do y'all? How does that impact when y'all haven't seen a player? So say like, so say yeah, like you well, bring up a player, but you you haven't seen them. That's a really good question. Like, there's some guys, you know, there's a player from that we've ranked in the top five that I don't think any of us have seen. And that's because we talk to coaches too at the same time. And they say, Hey, like this is a player that you really, really need to watch. And we end up either finding like full game clips from like their high school season. And actually he plays on team row. So I think we did get to see him play a little bit, Okay, but you know, that's, that's kind of the Avenue that we would go. Especially is like, we would just look at like old films, like game film from like previous year and like, see how that would, See, not only who did they go up against, but like, how would that compare to other players that are going to be ranked similarly with it? Right. Okay. So with that same, with that, that very same example, when you talk about seeing, not getting a chance to see that kid live, but relying on um, mm-hmm. coach or coaches yeah. feedback versus a kid who y'all actually have seen, how can y'all make a, def- how can y'all yeah, make that's a, def- a That's a good question, actually. Um, well, I, I, I personally have not seen everybody live. No, I, no, no. I don't know who Scott and Steve haven't, haven't seen and Reggie. So I'm sure like their feedback will definitely help like that. That's kind of why, like I gave some guys from the Rockford area because I've seen them live. Right, right, and right. And Scott, right. Steve, Reggie, like those guys haven't really seen a whole lot of them. So just speaking, so, so so just kind of speaking a little bit on, but a lot of times, sorry, I just want to add on to that for a ahead. second. Yeah, um, so a lot of times when someone says, "Hey, like this is a really good player," we might watch highlights and we might watch clips ourselves, or if they're at a nearby event, we might just go for an hour to just check it out and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. So we might do that. Um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, so kind of so, lost my train of thought. No, no that's, all good. that's all good. And, and my bad if I caused that. Um, no, no, it's fine. So, so like again, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to what I'm, what I'm really trying to do is try to get a better understanding, um, on, on behalf of people who like just kind of wonder. Like again, I'm not taking anything away from Scott, Steve, Reggie. And oh yourself. yeah, no, I know you're not. Um, yeah. but for people that don't really understand, because all, all the all all most people, and I'll admit, yeah, yeah. I, I'll admit Absolutely. on the on the on the yeah. on the on the side of not knowing without having the platform to ask, I you know I was a parent that was kind of wondering like, well, what goes into oh, yeah. that's, you know no, Xavier really, really being good. ranked this, and I see you know this player ranked that. Which so just just for clarity, the prep hoops rankings when Xavier first started getting ranked, well, his his first opportunity I saw that him got, uh, of getting ranked yeah. was through, and I don't know if you're familiar with him, but his name is Ricky Moore. Um, and shout out to Ricky Moore, he does uh, he does a great job with his platform, and he has 
What, what what's his platform? Um, uh, he does a, he does a showcase. He does his own showcase. He's been doing it with the middle school um, kids for years. Is it Junior Hoops Elite? Yes, yes. yes. That's probably right. So, so those are on. those are not accurate. I'm just going to be like they're, so, they're so that's, very inaccurate compared to. So what the same could be technically the same could be said for prep hoops. But let me let me finish my thought real quick. So with again the reason I started the platform is accurate accuracy aside accurate accurate or not. Um, you know, Ricky Moore does a great job with the Junior Hoops Elite. Uh, you know, he has, yeah. you know, discovered a, a lot of the uh, superstars of, of today of these high school kids, right? They, they've been a part of that platform, yeah. Yeah. regardless of what people think. So shout, shout out to him and his contribution to uh, the basketball community of Chicago. However, at the time when Xavier was at... Colin Powell and I saw those rankings and I'm thinking to myself like well, I thought he was you know I think he ranked a little bit you know I didn't bitch and complain or you know whatever yeah. whatever it, it just kind of planted a seed and what eventually became exposure was because when Xavier then be, got into ninth ninth grade and then eventually seventh grade you know prep hoops didn't have him ranked pretty yeah. high and I, like I saw like I was out seeing him yeah. no, that's put fair. in work uh, in a Absolutely. lot of these guys so anyway my, my, my question my, my, my real question is just like you know as a father of a player I you know I admit like I admit that I I do question not just um the the ranking the system but I I, I have a questionable um, I, I do. I question like just and and again, it's not just a Teddy. You know, I yeah. don't know if Scott played anything. Uh, you I know, don't know. Let, let alone basketball. But I do question a person who is responsible for ranking basketball yeah. players at a high level who's never played basketball at a yeah. high level. So like, I, I that just kind of confuses me. No, that's me. that's totally a fair question. Like people were telling me when they first saw the video and like, mm-hmm. oh, you you can go clash with him. And I'm like, honestly, I'm not going to really do that. He has to completely fair question right. he was respectful about it and like i'm gonna answer you mm-hmm. know my way like i don't it's not like an argument no not at all it's no. not an argument it's a very fair question mm-hmm. so I, for for people like that like scotty b i mean again great guy great character he's been around the game and a has seen time. a lot of basketball agreed so agreed. if you think that he doesn't know what what to look for in a basketball player? I'd say you're crazy. Okay. I'd say you're crazy, and he's he's evaluated high. Like he's about he knows Jason Tatum personally. He's seen a lot of different. I think he knows, like especially like other guys from the St. Louis area. So he's worked, and he's also worked from what I know is like he's he's even done some stuff for like football and baseball teams. Okay. Or like prep red zone, and he worked for a minor league baseball hey, shit, team. I, I know my mood. I do right. That don't make me a great basketball player. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, kind of knowing somebody doesn't necessarily mean that you are good at something. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, but again, like, you know, I, I listen, I, I fuck with Scotty. Like, yeah. Scott has, has, has always for me now now i'm using my own yeah, personal experience yeah. scott has always been very respectful to mustafa the man and to my child yeah and, and then he's always been supportive of the platform so so Scotty I is the no... most experienced scout out of the three of us and he's like the main guy okay and obviously with him if you think about it like i said he's from southern illinois he's from mm-hmm. near st louis that's five hours away there's no way he's gonna be able to see xavier as much as me steve or reggie might be able to agree and in no freaking way we see him as much as you have. So <laughs> agreed. <laughs> I um, agree with that. So, yeah, I mean, but also think about like, you also haven't seen as much of some of the other kids who you might say, Oh, he had a better game. That is, that is very fair. That, that is, yeah, that is very yeah. fair. That is I very mean, fair. We, we, 
what you're saying, like that's you're entitled to your own opinion, obviously. Right. But like, there's someone that we rank. His dad was like, I'm not going to say the player yeah, yeah, out yeah. loud, but his dad just kept on rambling about how his son is the best player in the state. Okay. He would email Scotty, me, and Steve. And then at Riverside Brookfield was when he approached me and gave me like these flyers. He's class 2026. 20, okay. Gave me this flyer with his son and like just like some stats that like, oh yeah, he played freshman year on varsity. You know, his AAU team. And he was handing these out to like coaches. Like can't even talk to 2026s 20, yet. How much does that type of shit annoy you? It annoys Honestly. the fuck out of us. Okay. Sorry. My mom told me not to curse. No, sorry, mom. We, so we sorry, free, mom. We, we free range up here, mom. Yeah, Don't it hold it against them. It annoys the fuck out of us. Okay. It okay. really, really does. Okay. That's part of the reason why we we ranked them like 30th right now. <laughs> That's no, I, I'm just not, not, not really, not really. But um, we were like, you know, Scotty was like, oh man, you know, there's 25 guys in this class that I think is better than him. I can't wait to rank him so low. <laughs> I'm just like, and then he would tell me, I'm like, we were in July or, you know, be like, Hey, check out this player. I think he could be top 20. And I'm like, Oh, is he higher than him? And he's like, yeah, you already know. <laughs> well now, we're, we're <laughs> but like we were so, <laughs> well, that, so now that goes into now, you know, and again, shout out to this guy. Like, but then now that goes into like, that that would be. It just makes you psychologically like, do we really want to rank this guy if his dad is just right? But now, like, y- like, so y'all, much, y- like but now y'all have y'all like y'all y'all respectfully y'all now have like y'all feelings and y'all egos into ranking somebody. I mean, that's no, that's true. But that, like, to me, that shit is lame. I mean, I'm no, just calling it a spade a spade. It that's, is lame. That's, that's I don't want to rank like. There's there's he's without a doubt like a top thirty player. In my okay, opinion. without a doubt, he's a top thirty player. And okay, playing freshman on varsity, especially his team was pretty decent okay and his aau team is pretty decent too but like we said like we're not sure about the long-term potential he's got the talent right now he might be a he might be a top 10 top 15 player when it comes to talent in this class right now but is the long-term potential there okay okay and i'm looking forward to seeing how that happens Uh how that shakes out yeah okay but i saw him three or four or five times during the june lives and maybe one of those times i felt like he actually had a good game okay Okay. Or there was someone else on this team that we probably would rank lower that just stood out more than him. I got you. Um, as a scout evaluator, who has been the best player you've seen so far in the state? In the state? That's a really good question. That's a tough question. Okay. Um, I really like what... Um, Because I started in 2023. Do you want like as a scout or like just as a videographer? Or like give a, me both. Give me both. Because I would say Bryce Hopkins probably. Ooh. Bryce Hopkins. Yeah. And now is that I would scout say or scout, videographer? Videographer. Bryce about, Hopkins. Every time I watch him, he put on a show. And what about as a scout? As a scout. I know that's kind of tough because you've seen uh, hundreds of kids. Yeah. But just try to. Whatever one pops into your mind. That's, yeah. That's whichever one that pops into my mind. I really like what. Um. Angelo Cervino has done this summer. I mean, he's really elevated his game. He's looked bigger, quicker, stronger. Like everything about him, especially in the physical side, has elevated so much over the past. He's a great two kid. or three months. He's a he's a he's a very nice young man. I yeah. I, I, I like the record to reflect those. They put thirty on their asses last year um, in the yeah. Thanksgiving game. I haven't seen he, Marez, Lathan, or Cooper as much as, or even Yaxis, who 
or however you say his name. Right, 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 right. The guys that are ranked higher than him. I haven't seen him them as much as Cervino. Cervino is a great young man. Like, yeah. And um, um, he has a brother, too. Didn't he have a brother that went to Brother Rice, too? That Mount was ahead of my, my, I'm sorry, my, I don't know. my, my, my I don't bad job, because I know that's a thing when you mix up those schools. Possibly, my, maybe. My bad, yeah. Maybe. Because I remember, well, anyway, I, I know I know the young man, when they played Oakland last year, um, his family was, was they were very nice and very yeah. supportive, um, you know, when, 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 when Xavier had the, had the great game. And he and he just is just overall a, a great kid. And Angela, you know, I, I did reach out to him, and he did respond about coming to the showcase. So please, you know, I, I know you just signed the Exposure Showcase? Yeah, the Exposure Run Showcase. That's October 28th. Um. All right. So as we wind it down, name your all-time uh, NBA uh, team. I knew you were going to ask because I watched, I watched the I watched the end of the of Steve's video. Good. And well, actually, I watched the whole thing, and then I actually took note of this. So I didn't do it based on like who are the best at each position. It doesn't matter. It's your I list. did like if I put a team together, you know, how could their styles and what they do well fit well with the organization? Okay, that's so five starters, six man. Um, five star six man. So I believe for my point guard, I did John Stockton. Okay, and just his the way he can distribute the ball and pl- and play defense. I okay, definitely put him up there. Uh, Michael Jordan, of course, of would be course. the shooting guard. I put LeBron at the three. Okay, uh, Tim Duncan at the four, and I, then Bill I, Russell at the five. I, well, I love when people get Bill his props. I love that. I love, and I love that. when people name Tim Duncan. That. Who's your six man? Who's coming off the bench? That that was tough. I. I uh, I mean, the best number two player of all time, Scottie Pippen, probably would hey, be. Hey, there we go. That's my favorite player of all time. That'd probably be that'd probably be who I would put. Okay. Uh, so. so if you saw Steve's and any of the others, you know I'm going to say AI is my one, Kobe is my two, Jordan mm-hmm. is my three, Yeah, LeBron is my four, Hakeem is my five, and Jamal Crawford is my sixth man off the bench. Jamal Crawford? Why? So has he always been a sixth man, or is he... Um, was that only recently? I think Jamal. I think he when he played with the Bulls. I think he started off as a starter. I don't exactly know. I exa- I shouldn't say I don't know. I don't exactly remember when his career yeah. transitioned into the six man like, role. If you but, wanted a specific guy who like came off the bench, I would say like Manu Ginobili. I mean, I don't know how long he, but like towards the end of his career, when I was really following it, he came off the bench and he. Really made an impact yes, out there. Yes, absolutely. My, Manu definitely should Manu, get consideration. If you want like the best sixth man, if I had to put a sixth man like actually played sixth man mm-hmm. and won, how many how many titles did he win? With they them? won like, like four, four or five, four or five championships. Four or five with Ginobili. So like I would definitely put Manu Ginobili. And and I don't think nobody would argue with that. Yeah, and not at all. There was someone on like the sixty Celtics with Bill Russell that like was a Hall of Famer and came off the bench. I don't know if that should count because like there were like six teams in the league at the time. Yeah, who the hell was that? Uh, it's like Havlicek or something. Hav- no, no, no. no. I wasn't have a check. Uh, I'm gonna look that up. I, I, but I there was really someone because there was no like salary, and they just got whoever they won. That's why they won like 10, 10 years in a row. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> shout out to them. Yeah. Um, okay, so in Islam, I'm, I'm Muslim. We believe that our yeah. parents pick us as children. Um, hearing that, what does that mean? Knowing that you picked your mother and father um, as your parents, talk about them and talk about your family and what they mean to you. Yeah, actually, um, I'm Palestinian. I'm uh, Orthodox Christian okay. and Catholic Palestinian. Okay. Celebrate both. I was raised Catholic, like baptized Catholic, but we celebrate Orthodox holidays too. Okay, um, it means a lot. You know, they they allowed me to see a different landscape of the world, especially with the schools I've gone to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. I've been pretty fine financially. You know, my dad's a dentist. My mom works from home. She does advertisement, but they never like spoil me over anything. They've okay. always made me and my brother work for certain things. And, you know, they've always shown me that, you know, 
hard work is what leads to the most happiness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's not necessarily even, you know, how much money you bring in. You know, you I'd rather have a job that just makes me happy and I mm -hmm. enjoy doing it more mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. another job that might, you know, might be boring but can make more money for you. Like yeah, I'd, I'd rather have the other the other way around. Mm. You know, so um but they've always they've always supported me. They've always been there for me. You know, they've made a lot of sacrifices to help me you know, accomplish my goals and my dreams. And I, I really couldn't thank him, thank him enough from the bottom of my heart. Okay. So, shout, out, shout out to your mom and dad. What's your mom and dad's name? Uh, Christine's my mom's name. And then my dad's name is Rami, which Rami. is Arabic. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. So my dad was first generation born in the U.S. Okay. Um, His parents both immigrated when they were going on, like the Israel-Palestine thing was going mm -hmm, on. They kind mm -hmm. of, you know, left there. And then they came in the 60s. And my dad was the first really of his generation that was born here. And like he has cousins all over the, all over the place. <laughs> and then his brother and sister were also born here and we're all really close. Like even with my cousins, cause they all live in the Chicago area. Okay. So all right. They're I'm celebrating sorry. next week. They're celebrating 60 years of being married, of being married. My <laughs> grandparents. Wow. That's a long time. It is a long That's time. That's a long time. It's a long time. Uh, 60 days would be rough in my house, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm years. just kidding. That's, that's awesome, yeah. though. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Shout out to your parents and shout out to your uh, yeah. to your brother. You you just have one brother? Yeah, I have a twin brother, actually. Oh, shit. I have a twin brother. Alex is his name. Right now, he's doing uh, City College, but he's really trying to, like, he, he's not sure what exactly what he wants to do with his life, but... That's okay. I mean, it is okay. You no, know, and you can always change. Like my mom's changed careers twice. Yeah, that's so, that's, that's fine. Who's um, older? By how many minutes? He's older by two minutes. Okay, by two minutes. All right. yeah. Does he give you shit about that? <laughs> or did he when y'all were growing up? Maybe he did when we were younger. But I mean, we, you know, if there's anyone I'm, there's no one I'm more closer to than than him. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, that's than dope. him. You know, we're really we're really tight. That's what's so. Up. Um, when he and what's his at, name? Alex. Oh, you, you said that. I'm sorry. I apologize. Alex I, is his name. Usually, you know what's interesting? Usually when I find out that somebody is twins, I usually expect their names to be kind of like... The same letter. Uh, the same letter. And similar, yeah, like yeah, Teddy yeah. and Thomas. So my cousins, my cousins, my dad's sister has four kids. They're None of them are twins. They're like each a few years apart, but they all start with the letter L. Well, my two sons, yeah. they are... Eight, Xavier is 18 and, and um, Zayden is six. He's six, and we named them both with X's. But we did that in a tribute to uh, my wife's father, who passed away before she was born, and his name was Xanthus. And so oh, we really? wanted to yeah. honor her father. So we decided that when she initially had gotten um, pregnant with Xavier, that she would, you know, we took a different route. And, you know, normally the father names the boy, but he's like, well, you name yeah, the boy. Actually, and I would name the girl. In my family, so usually, especially in my dad's side of the family, so the tradition is like the older son would be named after the paternal grandfather. My grandfather's name is Reja. So my brother was named Alexander Reja Bahu. Oh, and then wow. the second son, or the, yeah, is named after the father. So my name, my full name is Theodore Rami Bahu. Oh, so interesting. Okay, that, that's more of a family thing. Gotcha. So that's um, interesting. But that's the same with like my my uncle and his two kids. Like, you know, okay. he also has two boys around our age. So I guess, um, and his name is Maher. So um, his son is Peter. His younger son is Peter Maher Bahu, and the older one is Michael uh, Rejabahu. Okay. I believe so. Great family lineage there. Great All right. So lastly, um, I'd like yep. to have you send yourself a future message, speaking in third send. person. 
Uh, so when you start, I wasn't sure if you were going to ask. I know I, I, this to Steve. But. Uh, no, I, I, no, I gave it to Steve too. Mm-hmm. Steve just didn't do it right. His ass didn't say Steve. He just went into his fucking message. But anyway, spe- <laughs> yeah. God damn it, Steve. But I speak in third person. So yeah, I want Steve, you to say, what's wrong with you, man? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so when you give yourself your message, speak in your third person. I know Teddy, and then give yourself your message. Teddy, keep doing you. Keep being you. No matter what comes in your way. You'll always get better. You'll always conquer what you what you want to go out and conquer, man. Nobody's perfect. That's okay. But keep doing you. And there's always going to be light at the end of the tunnel, no matter what you're going through. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate Thank you taking you. some Thank time. Thank you so much for having for, me on. No, I had man. a lot of fun. I, I, I'm glad you came down. Um, shout out to, again, shout out to what you guys are doing over at Prep Hoops, Absolutely, man. man. Um, I think you guys are doing a great job. Um, I like the fact that you guys are kind of like the referees, if you will, of, you know, high school basketball when it comes yeah. to the scouting, the the, the evaluating. Because yeah. y'all take a lot of shit. Y'all take a lot oh, of shit. Oh, we do. We y'all do t- all the time. Like, do. Even, I, even on the soccer side, like parents, like they email me and say, oh, you haven't really? given my daughter and my son recognition. And I always, I always say something nice. And like, I don't think those people are like, they're just trying to get their kids more exposure. I don't think they're bad people. Absolutely. You know, they don't do it excessively. So I always say like, hey, you know, there's. 400 something high school teams in Illinois. There's just as many, if not more club teams. I'm the only for soccer. I'm the only guy in Illinois and Wisconsin. Oh, wow. And like around the Midwest that really devotes as much time. So one question that I did have that I meant to ask, and then we'll go is that has a coach ever gotten at you about ranking a player? Like, yo, why the fuck you rank my kid so low? A coach? coach. I don't think so. Did, did Steve say that? No, no. I'm just asking. It literally um, just popped in my head. Steve's. Oh no! I swear to God, it literally just popped no, in my head. Did, like, did I wonder Steve if I say. Did, oh, I, was I didn't ask, even ask him. You didn't even ask no, him. No, I didn't I, even ask I, him. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it did. Um, uh, that would be funny as hell, yo. That'd be funny. Can you imagine hell. if like Rob Smith like called y'all up and be like, "Why the fuck y'all got Jalen Griffin ranked so goddamn low?" <laughs> <laughs> goddamn. I feel like I don't know Rob Smith at all, but I feel like. You know those coaches, they probably wouldn't give a di- like probably the high school, not. They wouldn't give no fucks. Yeah, about they it. probably wouldn't. You're right they about that. Not. And I just use him as him. Rob is a great they guy. He came up here. I really love Rob. All right, well, we're gonna go, man. Again, thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely, um, thank you. It was a pleasure. We look, yeah, we look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. You guys, absolutely. Oh, oh my shout outs. Damn, I almost forgot to do my shout outs, bro. Why you ain't? Uh, damn. Shout out. Yeah, my bad. You know, shout out to my guy Bo Harris from AGM, uh, AGM Plus, rather. My guy Tyree from Numerex. Of course, Derek Ellison, who is a huge, huge mentor for me. That is my guy. Um, shout Town Showcase, October the 28th. We will start um, naming players. I have been reaching out and have some confirmations, but we'll start naming the players on September 28th. That, you know, those three days from September yeah. 20th to the 30th. And then, of course, we got the first all-girls event that's happening September the 8th. Um, I'm partnering with BBA, Bailey's Basketball, Bailey Basketball Association. Um, the game's going to be at Wintrust Arena. Um, and afterwards, we will be staying for the Sky Game. We Sick. have the girls for that. And we'll be, we will be making those announcements when my guy comes back from his, va- his well-deserved vacation with his beautiful family. <laughs> shout out to your lady and your children, brother. And hey. your pop. You know I fuck with Hey, can pop. I give a shout out too? Can yeah, I, yeah, I want to yeah. give a shout out to all my teammates at Beloit. You guys are watching. You guys made it the whole way. Shout especially. <laughs> want to give a thanks to you guys, man. I don't know if they're going to watch the whole thing or not. I don't I even know so. if they'll open it. I'll send it to them, hopefully. I hope so. 
Like, I hope the, I hope they so, do watch it, and I, I hope, hope they, they see like that it. I gave y'all a shout out. So, <laughs> yeah, tell them tell them to start from the beginning and not the yeah, end to watch the yeah. shit. And we out. <laughs>